Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, inflation is here and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, and prices are only going up. On today's show, we've got some ideas for you to fight back against inflation and still retire on time. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. Eric is uh, not in at the moment, out doing important stuff. Joseph's here, though. Hi, Joseph. How are you? I'm great, Steve. How are you? Very well, thanks. Joseph is a fiduciary. He's been working with Eric and his team for, what, you've been there three, four years or something like that? Five years? Five years. Five just years. Passed my fifth year anniversary here. So. Wow. <clears throat> wow. It's been so much fun. I mean, learning so much, and I can't thank Eric enough. I mean, I've had such a great experience, and I can't wait to see what the future has to hold for me. Oh, I think it's bright. I mean, you know, I'm not thank trying you. to be trite, but it's just, I just think you got a lot going on. And uh, boy, five years, and, and you're hardly, uh, you know, you're not even old. <laughs> in my head, I feel like it, you know. Uh, well, but, yeah, but I, I, I love, so I, I love in the description, they describe you as the uh, the oldest millennial. That's right. Yeah. I mean, Eric kind of gave me that title because I remember one day I told him, I was like, I really enjoy crossword puzzles. And he's like, geez, you really don't act your age. <laughs> and ever since then, it was just, I was called the oldest millennial just because I have an old soul, but in a young body. Yeah, well, true. Well, good for you. Take advantage. <laughs> The um, so we're going to talk about inflation. Obviously, it's a it's a big deal, especially if your retirees in particular are hit hard by inflation. I mean, we all feel it, but retirees in particular, when you're on a fixed income or on a limited income, it it hurts. It's tough. How do we do it? What do we do? Well, I mean, you really start to see it when when like you just said, when you're on that fixed income and when gas prices start raising up and a gallon of milk is getting closer and closer to ten dollars. You know, it's like you really start seeing it on your grocery bill and you start seeing it in your finances. But a lot of times we, we forget how last year and in 2020, how interest rates were almost non-existent. You know, the stock market was rallying. Gas was $2 for a little bit. And to be honest, most of us were pretty spoiled and we didn't realize how good of years 20 and 21 were. And so then when we take into factor this year, we start to rethink, oh my gosh, everything is, you know, is is going to, you know, everything is so high right now. The stock market is doing what it's doing. It's being so wobbly. It's so volatile. But when you really factor in the past two years, you start to see how it averages out. And a lot of people forget about, you know, averaging things out and they just live right here in the moment. And it makes you think things are a lot worse than they really are. But when you actually have a plan built for you where inflation is being factored in and you're seeing this year after year after year, it's not as big of a factor for you because, yeah, we had a lot of years where inflation was non-existent. So when we have a year where it's 8%, it's not as big of a hit on your finances as you really think it is. Because, you know, most people hear inflation's 8% and they think for the next four years is going to be 8%, 8%, 8%. And, you know, having to try to outperform that while the stock market is being extremely volatile, you know, it doesn't seem like a battle you can win. However, when you have the past years of stock markets rallying and inflation almost non-existent, you're planning for all these things to actually have them fit into your finances and still retire successfully. That sounds great. I mean, to be able to do that, folks, if you want to get a head start, it's 800-779-1942. And, you know, inflation, well, technically, it actually went down uh, in April from 8.5% uh, right. to 83 uh, which it doesn't matter a lot, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's a small move, but people have to understand, you know, what the Fed is trying to do with raising interest rates is just that, is lower inflation. And the problem they're having is you can't skyrocket interest rates right now because that's pretty much going to lead us into a massive recession if they do move interest rates up too quick. So they're kind of in between a rock and a hard place where they're saying, okay, we know interest rates need to go up to lower inflation, but if we do it too quick, it could lead us into a recession. So they're taking, you know, the needed precautions and actions to do that. And that's what's also causing a lot of volatility on the stock market. Sure. Well, and again, you know, it's uh, there's a new Gallup poll that's out and it shows that uh, a lot of us uh, in this country are really worried about their finances. Let's check in with Lillian Wu. Americans are more likely today than they were a year ago to report being very or moderately worried about finances, according to a new Gallup poll out. Nearly two-thirds of those surveyed are concerned about having enough money for retirement. More than half are worried about maintaining their standard of living, and 40% are stressed about paying monthly bills, up from 32% last year. The findings reverse the improvement seen last year. 
Well, there you go. I mean, two thirds of, re of retirees or two thirds of us are thinking, I am not going to have enough money to retire. And is that is that what you're seeing, Joseph? Are people having to sort of rethink that plan or are they OK? Well, I think people that don't have a plan are definitely rethinking a lot of things and you start to second guess yourself. I mean, it's like going on a road trip with without a map, right? It's like, well, I think I can get there. I'm not sure how many miles I have left, but, you know, I have a quarter of a tank, so let's just see what happens. It, you know, it's like nobody ever wants to do that. You have to have a plan in, in place in order to actually accomplish these things. So I know for, for our clients, whenever we're going through times like this with higher inflation, if, the, you know, the stock market being as volatile as it is, we always refer back to the plan and so do our clients and our clients love having the plan for this reason. Instead of just logging in and seeing how your accounts are doing, they're logging into a plan or they're able to sit down and go over a plan with us and say, hey, look, here's your probability of success. You're still right on track, even with the current turmoil. And we're also able to show them different scenarios of future market scenarios saying, okay, you're still going to be on track, even if you do X, Y, and Z. So I think a lot of people headed into retirement or thinking about retiring right now, or even if you are retired, you hear inflation in the market doing what it's doing, and you're thinking, okay, I need to cut back on this. I, you know, we got to stop eating steaks. We're going to start eating chicken instead. And you, th you start thinking about all different ways that you could, that you could pinch a penny here. Whereas when we plan for our clients, that's, we don't want to have to have years where they're having to cut back. We want them to be able to maintain their lifestyle all the way throughout retirement without having to have any of these pauses in there just because of what the market is doing or what inflation is doing. So we're always planning for that, inflation included. So that's why this year, it's not as big of a bump in the road as it is for people that don't have a plan because we've been planning for this. So it's nothing new to us We, you know, and our clients as well. None of them are really worried about their finances because everything has been factored in already. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that's got to be reassuring for, for the folks that work with you and 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 again are you so what you so i think what you're saying is you know your clients today are not just mowing down your phone lines to to say i'm scared or i'm worried or anything they're they're pretty much taken care of right exactly and i mean there's always going to be emotions involved with investing and retiring people are always gonna are always going to be tied to those emotions of fear and and stress right now but when you're able to have the plan that actually backs up saying hey you're in a good position right now that's what makes people feel good because we see a lot of people come in that you know with their current advisors and they're saying i'm really not sure if i'm i'm in a good spot right now and we say well what is your advisor saying well he tells me i'm good well why are you good you know they don't have a plan in place but their advisor just saying your position correctly your portfolio is good you got nothing to be worried about you got nothing to be worried about and i think people are getting fed up with that response because they're saying well prove it to me what why don't I have anything to be worried about? Where are you getting this from? Are you know, are you just pulling this out of thin air that I'm going to be fine or do you truly know? Do you have you built a plan for me? Have you done any, you know, calculations to figure this out for me or are you just saying I'm going to be fine? I think people are tired of hearing that. I do too. 8-800-779-1942 if you'd like to hear something different, that's what I would recommend you do. Give them a call, come on in, sit down and have the conversation. So, uh, Joseph, uh, let's just, let's just keep going here in terms of um inflation and its and its impact and what we can do to work within it within the confines of that as we get closer to retirement. Yeah, I mean, obviously right now some of that has to do with how you're invested because a lot of people where, you know, you have three main spots right now. You have cash, bonds, and stocks. And, you know, with all three of them currently, there's issues that people are going to talk about. With cash, you're losing to inflation. When you talk about bonds right now, interest rates going up bond prices are going to be going down. And then the stock market is extremely volatile right now. And so I actually pulled this, uh, this fact that was done back in January of 2021 until May 11th of this year, every $100 that has been inflowed into stock funds has only seen a $4 outflow from those stock funds. So what this means is when we're looking at the market as a whole, we're looking at institutional and retail investors, and we're looking at where's money going in the market. So where's their influxes or outflows in the market. So for every $100 that was invested since January 21st till May 11th of this year, only $4 or 4% of the money that was put in has actually outflowed from that. So when a lot of people think about, oh my gosh, these big names are pulling out of here, or you know, everybody 
everybody's in cash. My neighbor's in cash. You know, the grocery store clerk told me to put all my money in, cla- in cash. It's like, you know, <laughs> sure. it's like people are, it's, and so we really look at the facts and, and look at, okay, not only where retail investors are, but where's institutional investors. And a lot of people are still invested for growth. And the reason being is because that's your fight against inflation. Because, you know, you have to be able to earn more, not only more than inflation, but then you start factoring in taxes as well to keep your portfolio afloat and keep your retirement lifestyle afloat. You can't just let the money sit in cash, all of it at least, and and, and peel off of that because inflation is going to eat it up and so is taxes. Yeah, taxes. Boy, between the two of them, that that's a double whammy. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people forget about that because they just think, okay, I need you know twenty five thousand dollars a year for the next twenty five years. So is that six hundred and twenty to five thousand dollars? And it's like, whoa, 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 you you're not going to have any growth in there because you know, it's $25,000 that you need this year, but what about next year and the year after that and the year after that? And then if this is all in an IRA or a 401k, all that money that's coming out is taxable income. So you should, you know, if you just want to have a good rule of thumb, it's like take 20% to the government off right away, right? You're really only netting 80% of what you're pulling out of that. So we got to factor that in as well. Sure. So there's a lot of different things that you need to have factored in your plan in order to make sure that you actually keeping afloat and, you know, your portfolio can live with you throughout retirement. Well, and that, and that really is the goal, folks. If we piqued your interest on anything, uh, let's go ahead and open up the phone lines, Joseph, and invite folks to call. Come on in and, and have that conversation. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to be taking the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942 is how you get it started. Uh, Joseph is there along with a whole team at Retirement Wealth. Can take a lot of that complex financial world, turn it into something that really makes sense. It's your chance to get a true practical financial review. And if you're listening... Call us, 800-779-1942. You heard Joseph, five callers right now. We'll get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you're going to have that roadmap, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be. So in short, you've got nothing to lose. Five callers right now, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, there is still a lot of questions about crypto and using it in your retirement plan. When we come back, we'll tackle some frequently asked questions about crypto in your 401k or IRA if it's even possible. The bigger question is, should you? Hey, we are back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Eric joining the uh, the fray at this point. Eric, of course, a fiduciary, independent, uh, well, president of Retirement Wealth. And uh, Joseph, of course, also a fiduciary and uh, with the team at uh, Retirement Wealth. And uh, so, uh, Eric, hi, how are you, by the way? I'm good. I was out for an early morning run today. and wow. uh, look I, at you I, being all yeah, athletic. Well, it's only my fourth day, so don't get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> On next week's show, we'll see if we're sticking with it. But We'll see, uh, we'll see if you catch yeah. your breath at that point. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very difficult, but you know I've gotten to the point where you know I realize I got to move, and uh, you know it's just it, it sucks getting older, but I got to get back at it. Well, yeah, I understand. I think we're all there. Um, so let's talk crypto for a bit here, uh, because I th- I was surprised, and, and maybe you were too, that that Fidelity says okay, you can buy crypto in your four hundred one k right through our website. That's a first. It is a first. It's a huge step. Um, You know, crypto is becoming much more mainstream now more than ever. You can buy and sell. You can make purchases with it. Um, So, I mean, it is becoming significantly more more mainstream. You know, and, and a lot of times it was an alternative asset allocation, right? I mean, it it was kind of 
um, non or I, I should say non-correlated to the stock market. But now what you see is lately it's actually moving lockstep with the market. And so we're seeing a lot of times where, you know, people want to use this as an alternative to the stock market, but we're seeing just as much volatility in there. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, the last few weeks, it's just been, well, you talk about a roller coaster. And the thing about crypto is that it, it doesn't ever close. You it doesn't You don't, you don't have a window. Yeah, so I have Coinbase on my phone, so I and, and I see myself constantly checking it. It's kind of a you know, it's a, it's a little addicting to be honest with you. I've been trying to divorce my phone for quite some time, and it's an impossible. I thought my eight-year divorce from my ex-wife was bad. This <laughs> divorce from my phone is even much harder. Well, I, I would agree. I mean, and because like with with Coinbase, I mean, they let you know every time a particular crypto, a particular version of of a cryptocurrency goes up or down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I actually had to turn my notifications off because, I mean, it was constantly going off. And so, I mean, it is fun to watch. But, you know, the thing is, is that people have this fear of missing out, right? FOMO. Yeah. And it's like people think I have to have this. But you know what? It, it's it's kind of like drama. If you don't want drama in your life, don't incorporate crypto into your portfolio because that's what it is. It's nothing but drama. <laughs> that's, that sounds that's such a great description. Eric, truly. Um, folks, if you want to know more, 800-779-1942. So should we put crypto in our retirement? Should we think about it? Should we talk with somebody? What do we do? The, well, the biggest thing, like Eric said, is people have the fear of missing out on it. And before this past couple weeks, there were these things called stable coins, which are the coins that are not supposed to move as volatile as some of the, you know, you heard about Dogecoin or XRP, which are things that, you know, are so small and then they explode up and they have these huge violent, you know, swings in the market. Well, stablecoin was, a you know, a digital currency like the rest, but it's pegged to a flat currency like the dollar or the euro. However, the past couple of weeks, UST, which is a coin and Luna, which is a coin, have pretty much nearly lost all of their value. And they were they were supposed to be these stable coins. So the problem here is that there's still so much volatility in these, you know, in the crypto market that it becomes more of a question of is it right for you and your retirement? So it, it depends on how much flexibility there is between your investing and your plan um, and how much risk you really need to be taking on. Because, you know, it, it, it takes a big degree of, you know, risk to be able to have crypto in your portfolio because what we've seen over the past month is that like eric said it really is it's, it's more correlated to the stock market than we think so it's not really so much of a alternative investment or you know nobody's was investing in crypto to get out of all the volatility that has happened in the market crypto markets seeing the same exact thing so i think that it really goes based off of how much risk you're able to handle in your retirement and and again are you getting clients or, or people asking to put crypto in there it's funny when it's always when it's hitting new all time highs, yeah. we get a lot of calls. Oh, for sure. it. But, you know, right now, not so much. So, um, you know, it's, it's funny how that works. It, that That's how investment behavior is, though. When something is on the run up, everybody, you know, has this fear of missing out and wants to get in it. But when something loses half of its value, it's like, eh, I'm not so worried about it. There was a cartoon the other day and it showed. 35 people in line buying Bitcoin at an all-time high. And when Bitcoin was at an all, all-time low, there was no one in line. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. So <laughs> that's how it goes. Right? It is. Everybody it likes is. to say, everybody loves to say, buy low, sell high. But then it's like when it comes to doing it, people are like, what? Uh, yeah, so true. You know. Well, think about a lottery ticket. You know, I mean, if, if all of a sudden, you know, it's a million dollars, everybody's like, I'm not buying that. Now it goes up to 150 million and everybody's buying it. The concept is the same. Mm -hmm. So you're, again, you're, you're, you're being emotional about your purchase and in uh, investing. I think that's why we are professionals because we take the emotion out of all investing. You have to. Yeah. And so, I mean, this is what's happening. And so with crypto, it's just been interesting. And I actually love it because it's a whole nother dynamic of investing. It, but there's a lot of people that just don't need it. Again, you don't need the volatility or the, that standard deviation incorporated into your portfolio. Well, let's talk about that, uh, you know, because everybody's kind of worried about inflation. We talked about that in the first segment. And so if we have to make sure our portfolio was, is good. I mean, so you've got some strategies, Eric and, and Joseph, that, that can help you or help us keep our portfolio where it should be and, you know, make it a little bit better along the way. 
Yeah. So back, you know, when I first started, I got licensed back in 2001. And a lot of people know that I grew up in this business, like doing this with my mom. And, you know, we've been through a tech bubble. We've been through 9-11. We've been through multiple pullbacks and corrections. December of 2018, the whole economic meltdown of 2008. Uh, COVID. Um, and then, you know, there's been a lot of other things. So we've created portfolio recovery strategies. Okay. And what this is, is that when your portfolio's down, how are you going to recover? And it's no different than driving into a ditch. We all know if you've ever driven into a ditch, the farther that you go, the harder it is to get out. And more than likely, sometimes it's a different vehicle that's going to get us out of the hole. So remember, whatever your investments you hold, whatever got you in the hole, maybe it's not those particular investments that are going to get you out of the hole. So you want to know that your advisor has a portfolio recovery strategy. And I'm going to be honest with you, we've been extremely busy this year. We have a lot of new people coming in saying, look, Eric, I want a second opinion on my portfolio. And we've had a very busy year. The problem is, is that a lot of these advisors do not have portfolio recovery strategies. They're backpedaling. They're actually making investments that they have that they're that they have no business in, and they're losing their clients even more money. They're trying to say, "Hey, I think we can make this make this up." There's no making it up on a pullback. Sometimes you have to sit back, just be patient, make sure that your your portfolio is relevant to today's economic conditions, and and just wait and you've got to be patient but there's a lot of people out there who can't be patient and so the work has already been done months ago for this correction there's no way that you can be right in the middle of a correction and try to attempt to do something about it you should have done that months ago right and and so that it breaks down into the the various categories so the the long-term written financial plan is a, a critical element here and that's something that as the markets change as the economy changes we've got to update that we've got to change that it has to be updated 24-7. It has to, you know, it should be linked to your accounts and whatever is going on in the market should be showing in your plan. And that's why we do it, you know, online. And that's why we have it for our clients is because during times like this, that's where all of our clients go to first. You know, they could look at their account balances and how their accounts are doing according to the market. But at the end of the day, when they go to sleep at night, they know that they're looking at their financial plan and they're saying, hey, we still have a very high probability of success for our retirement. We are going to be okay. And I'm looking at the, the facts and evidence right here. I'm not just having my advisor telling me, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. They're getting proved to them. You know, it's showing them you are going to be okay. And here's why. Well, here's the other thing too. Interestingly enough, we've all been reaching out to our clients. The long-term clients who have a written financial plan understand that long-term, they're going to be just fine. When I call them up, they're like, hey, Eric, um, you know, what's up? I'm like, nothing. Just giving you a call. See if you have any questions. No, I'm going golfing. Um, you know, do you need anything? I'm like, no. He's like, all right, well, you know, I'm off. And I'm like, okay, like, call me if you need anything. They're like, okay, thanks. And it's almost like our long-term clients were kind of bothering them when we reach out to them. <laughs> it's like, because, because they're that through- confident. Yeah, they're, they're like, I know you've got this. Like, we've been here before. We're going to be here again. You got this, right? And and I'm very grateful for that. But it's the newer clients who don't know us from a can of spray paint who, you know, are like, you know, panicking a little bit when the market drops. And I'm like, hey, guys, this is normal, right? Like, just get in line. The longer that you're with us, the more you're going to feel confident about this. But you've got to go back and revert to your financial plan. And they all do. And now they understand they're starting to get financial planning. I tell everybody in the beginning, look, your accounts, they're going to go up, they're going to go down, they're going to go up, they're going to go down, they're going to pull back, they're going to go ahead. But I mean, over time, you know, like I said, you should be okay. But that's according to your financial plan and your lifestyle. Right. And and so as do you automatically correct or fix a financial plan for your clients? Well, we, we adjust them because, I mean, your your values in TD Ameritrade are consistently changing. And Money Guide Pro is actually one of the um, uh, planning softwares that we use. And they're constantly communicating with each other. So the thing is, is that the plan is consistently being updated. So if somebody calls and says, hey, Eric, I'd like an updated version of my plan, 
uh, Donna, within the hour, can actually get that to them. All right. And that's what people want. Of course it is. Folks, if you would like to get a head start, let me give you a phone number here. It's 800-779-1942. We'll uh, invite folks to call. We'll come back and pick up the conversation. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next five callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942. Five callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review, and you'll see where you are right now. But more importantly, you will have a roadmap in your hand that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Next up on Wealth. Works Radio. Listeners really enjoyed our portfolio recovery strategy guide in 2020, so we want to offer it to you again. Coming soon. Hey, we are back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney is here. Joseph Lanza is here. And we're talking about uh, strategies for a portfolio recovery. And, and uh, Joseph, as you just mentioned, there is a there is a booklet. It's a great little book. It's about 20 pages, chock full of great information, really just kind of breaking the whole planning process. And if you have a plan now, what Eric and his team are doing to help make sure you stay on track. And and there's some facts and figures in there. Uh, it's, it's really a well done piece, Eric. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate that. We put a lot of effort into this, but this goes to show that we're really paying attention to the dynamics of money management. We're not giving this off to a third-party money manager. We're actually taking a look at the market, what's going on. Um, what, what, are, what are the ingredients of the market that's that's feeding it right now? Like, why are we in this correction right now? I mean, you have, you have rising interest rates, and what has to happen is they are, are actually trying to fight off inflation, and inflation, it's actually working. Inflation is dropping right now, but with those rising interest rates, you have lower bond yields, significantly lower bond yields. And then you, you know, we're trying to stave off a recession. Well, what's going to help fight that? And you know, the, the, the one thing that I want to help the public understand is the one thing that fights off of in inflation is strong jobs. And you cannot walk into one restaurant around here and not see it full for dinner or full for lunch. I mean, everywhere is full. And you drive past drive throughs and they are busy. I mean, you drive past the Best Buy, they're busy. The Amazon trucks are constantly going. So what that's saying is that consumer discretionary, when we have extra money, is very strong. Also, what you have is in the Northeast and the Midwest, when you no longer have winter, you now have construction. And so basically, when construction jobs go up in the summer and also farm payroll goes up, what happens is there's a major increase increase in jobs, which means the employment numbers go up. That is another way to stave off recession. So I don't really see any recessionary issues right now. Um, they are kind of handling inflation right now. And if all of a sudden interest rates kind of come to a halt, that's going to shoot the stock market up more than likely. And so what happens is you have all these dynamics, you have this huge tornado of inflation, rising interest rates, you know, all this stuff going on. And what's going to happen is it's kind of be, going to be like the rising phoenix. You're just going to see stocks come out of that hole. It's the only place to go right now. I mean, even Jeremy Siegel, who's a Wharton-educated um, economist, he's actually saying, look, stocks in the long run are the best places to be. So you've got to be very well positioned um, in order to take advantage of that. And and people just don't understand. They, they, they listen too much to the news. And it's not a good place to be for yourself because emotionally and mentally, they're paying attention to that. And they're actually 
allowing the news to make their financial decisions, which is very silly. So the portfolio recovery guide was created to clear a path and actually clear through all of that smoke and say, look, this is the direction that I want to take. I want to take the emotion out of it. I actually want to go. I want to be mentally prepared, physically prepared. And, and I want to go into this market with a strategy. I want to get through this. We will get through this. We just have to figure out a way to do that. Right. And, and so, Eric, as we as we look at this, the uh, the, the portfolio guide that I'm, I'm looking at right here, one of the other things it talks about is lowering your standard deviation and beta followed by increase your sharp ratio are, you know, those are probably going to go over a lot of heads. That's OK. I mean, it, here, here's an easy way to put that. Good. The overall goal of making any necessary changes to your portfolio would be to reduce or lower your volatility. Everybody wants lower volatility. So when you reduce your standard deviation, you're reducing your volatility. While at the same time, you want to increase the sharp ratio, which is a measure of risk reward. Basically, how do you generate a similar rate of return with less risk? Everybody wants that. So what helps us determine is we want to lower your volatility, we want to lower your risk, and hopefully over time raise your rate of return. And so there's a gentleman that came in the other day from a national money manager um, who's always constantly marketing, and the portfolio, the risk and the volatility in the portfolio was through the roof. And when we did a Morningstar report for him, we showed him, look, this is what you need to do. And he's like, yeah, I'm tired of the volatility in here. And so you don't have to necessarily have high volatility or high risk to have a higher rate of return. You can actually significantly lower that. And what it's doing is it's actually calming down the portfolio so that in, in time, um, it, you're again, you're looking for that smoother rate of return. And, and it's, it's hard to do, but a lot of people really want to understand the ingredients to their portfolio, and this kind of sheds light on that. Really, truly, it does. And, and as you, the way you explain it, it, it's easy to follow along. So you don't, you don't have to be intimidated by the words. You just, it's just good common sense is what it comes down to. Exactly. I mean, like I said, lower risk, lower volatility, better rate of return over time, more than likely. That's what we're looking for. And the other thing is having a relevant, alloc uh, relevant allocation. A benefit of having a relevant allocation is to be able to maintain an investment strategy through periods of volatility. And there's a lot of people who I say, you know, how did you choose this investment strategy? And people are like, I have no idea. And so the thing is, is that you want to have it explained why you're actually buying buying or purchasing this strategy. And there's a lot of people who don't even understand what they have in their portfolio. Well, and again, so are there some good buys to have? I mean, we talk about the market and it's volatile and it's up and it's down. Are you still out there looking for good buys um, from a market standpoint? Well, I'm not necessarily looking. I already know what they are. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, and I mean, you have to. I mean, you have to realize, okay, at some point, you know, we've, we're, we have a lot of cash to deploy on the sidelines. We already know what we're going to buy. And again, it's just that waiting game. We know exactly what we're going to purchase. We just don't know when. There's going to be um, capitulation in the market, which means we're coming to a very bottom of a market. It will start to turn around. And again, with everything that's happening the way it's going, it's it's more than likely stocks are going to be the winner of all of this. Um, and Western Europe will remain uninvestable. You know, COVID's breakout over in Asia is certainly um, depleting their GDP right now. That's not helping. So a lot of that money overseas is going to start to come back into the domestic markets. Still, U.S. big tech is still one of the biggest places to invest. U.S. healthcare is number two and still the S&P 500. So I don't know what's going to happen with Ukraine in Russia. I mean, it's still a mess. But I mean, if the deck is stacked against Putin right now. I hate to say that. Or actually, I'm happy to say that. But I mean, his time, I think, is is coming up. But um, once that comes to a close, interest rates settle. I really don't see any more issues. And I think that the stock market is going to take off. So is that I mean, again, we don't know the timeline. That's the thing. Correct. It's just, like I said, it's a waiting game and people are not used to being patient, right? They they just want the stock market to go up. Well, sorry about this, but you know, you've had a 12 year bull market run. You've been a little spoiled, so you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. 
Well, and I, I like this uh, in, in the guide. Uh, since 1974, only four of 22 market corrections have turned into bear markets. Yeah, I mean, when you really take a look at that, that's such a small number. So um, we use these graphs and people like these because they're like, okay, things aren't so bad after all. And to further that, over the past 65 years, whenever the S&P 500 has declined 15% or more within five months, those following 12 months were up on an average of 18.6%. So the following 12 months after the S&P declines 15% or more within five is up on average 18.6%. There's only been two occurrences where those were negative following 12 months. So there's a lot of different stats and statistics that we're going to that we're going to look at that are able to look at a technical side of it meaning, you know, patterns and and things that have happened in the past history with how the market is moving as well as fundamental sides of valuations of actual individual stock stocks and companies and and if we think they're overpriced or underpriced right now. So the technicals that you mentioned, that is something that, that a lot of people are kind of getting into and, and trying to understand how that works. But that's a big part of what you do. Yeah, I think it's important. You know, there's a lot of people who are in this industry that discredit it. But you have to look at both sides. I think both sides play an important role when choosing your investments. So I never want to solely look at just the technicals. And I never really want to solely look at just the fundamentals. I want to be able to have a good consensus on both of those analyses and say, okay, I feel comfortable with both of these they're meeting both of our needs and goals that we want for this investment and that's what makes it a good purchase i think a lot of folks too you know in the last 10 years with this the bull market that we've had it's people are complacent or getting complacent and they think well nothing can happen well here it's happening and a lot of people have not had to deal with this before have not experienced this before and you're going to have to help them through that you're going to have to hold their hand right yeah, and I think the other day I was reading an article and it said, when you're constantly reading articles about buy more in the stock market, that's when you need to start being a little bearish. And when you're reading articles about why the stock market is so bad, that's when you actually want to start to buy. It's kind of like what Warren Buffett says, right? When yeah. people get greedy. So the, the, the point of that is, is that it's so true. Like, I mean, this really could be one of the best buying opportunities for another few years. And so that's what we're looking at. And so I see the positive of a pullback because on that pullback, we just were more than likely gonna hit higher highs once again. And so we, again, you just need to be prepared for that. And you know, people that are gonna panic and people that get very emotional are gonna lose in this. And if the market does whipsaw back 20%, that's the easiest money that you will ever make this year. And so it's going to be, you know, let's say that the market whipsaws back 20% and then we finish off the year another 8% on top of that. That last 8% is going to be very difficult to make where that 20% was just the market coming back pretty easy money. We have to take a part in this as well. And, and there are ways that we can take steps to ensure that we are going to get where we need to be with just a little help and, you know, a little nudge here and there. That's, that's, and again, that's where you guys come in. Yeah. I mean, one of those nudges would be to, you know, you can... For the next 10 callers, we really want to give them this physical copy of the portfolio recovery strategy because we have a downloadable guide, which if you call in, you can ask for the um, downloadable version of it. Or for the next 10 callers, we want to offer you the actual physical guide. So if you call in, we will mail you a physical guide of the portfolio recovery strategy. And you know this helped a lot of our clients and, and people back in listeners to the show back in 2020 when the market saw a huge decline in a short period of time. They really enjoyed this guide because it helped them calm their nerves and understand what they should be doing in their portfolios during a time like this and how they should actually be treating their retirement, not letting their emotions get the best of them. 800-779-1942. 10 callers will get that. And if you'd like it just uh, the digital copy, well, we can email it to you as well as a PDF. It's a great way to really get a roadmap and see where you are today and find out how you're going to get there in the future. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part, questions from you and answers from me. Stay tuned. Back on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. A lot of fun today, folks, and, and just a great conversation. And again, we're talking about we were talking about the uh, the guide that 
Eric and, and Joseph, are, are, we, we just sort of really went through a lot of it today, uh, but it's called the Portfolio Recovery Strategy, and uh, it's yours for the asking. We'll email it to you if you'd like. Um, and so uh, these kinds of things, Eric, that, that you do, that, that you've produced, these guides, they're really valuable. Yeah, I think so. I mean, this is enlightening because these are things that people have never heard of before. If they've worked with a very basic advisor and, and, and again, I'm not throwing these guys under the bus, but when you're, you know, you got to realize when you're managing someone's money, you're managing their lifestyle. And there's a lot of people now who don't really, uh, don't really trust their advisor. They're like, I don't really know if they're as capable as I thought they were. And I've said this in the past, but there's a lot of people's portfolios who have graduated from their advisor's capabilities hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars ago. And so what people are doing is, is that we see a lot of people who are getting closer to retirement. They're coming in our office and they're like, okay, Eric, I can't screw around with my retirement anymore. Like, you know, I've kind of had this on the back burner. We've been busy with family or whatever, but I've got to get serious about financial planning. And that's where they're coming down. It so a lot of times they move down from the Midwest or the Northeast and they're like, okay, let's take this seriously. I want to get this done. Absolutely. Well, you know, again, 800-779-1942, that's the number you can call to get things started. Let's uh, jump into a couple of these questions here. They're pretty interesting. Uh, as always, Ben uh, checked in from Naples. He's wondering, I am inheriting a small IRA this year. Can I wait until year 10 after the death of my father to take the full distribution, or do I have to follow a required minimum distribution schedule and take some out every year for 10 years? That That is a little confusing, isn't it? Yeah, it's confusing. Um, the, the short answer is you can wait. All they're looking at is at the end of that 10 years if the account is depleted. Now, the other hand of it is you can do it, but really, why would you do it? Because all of that is taxable income. So it's more, you know, it's smarter if Ben is able to pull out each year, you know, 10% of that, or if it's growing, you know, just making sure that that account is depleted, but do it over the 10 years because it's all taxable income. So you're not throwing yourself into a much larger bracket, you know, if you, as opposed to taking it all out at the end of year 10, which you would be doing. Okay. Uh, and again, that's good to know. And, and again, that's a, that's a pretty good question that he's asking there too, because that's, and again, that, that's, that's only going to, that, that's a new rule that people are adjusting to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the SECURE Act in 2019, you used to be able to stretch your IRA over your lifespan where you would take RMDs, you know, small RMDs each year for the rest of your life then. However, in, you know, in 2019, the SECURE Act came along and said, okay, if you're a non-spouse, you have to pull this whole account out within 10 years. And oh, by the way, it's taxable income. So, you know, we don't care how you do it, but as long as that account's depleted in 10 years, you know, that's the rule. So it, it is something that people have to adjust to. And it also is something that people have to think about when they're thinking about leaving an IRA to their children. You know, it's not necessarily the best transfer of generational wealth tool as opposed to a lot of other things now. Okay. All right. I like it. 800-779-1942. Ben, if you'd like to know some more, Jimmy has uh, written us from Port Charlotte. He says, I'm 62 years old, trying to manage what I have in my stocks, and I've been looking into annuities. Now, this product sounds great because of fixed funds, but I don't know much about them. What are some pros and cons of annuities versus stocks? I mean, I'm not sure why the stocks are even there, but okay. So I think what has to happen is, is that annuities could play an interesting role. The problem is, is that I always say that annuities will keep you rich, but they will not make you rich. And so the thing is, is that maybe later on down the, li the line, after you've accumulated your wealth, you may want to consider a very small portion of your money in, in an annuity. A lot of times what we're doing with people is we're accumulating peeling off the gains, moving some of that into a safer position. Maybe it's annuities, maybe it's whatever it could be, but it's we're going according to the income plan because a lot of people don't understand that sometimes you want increasing income in an in annuity, not just level. And again, when you factor in inflation and all of that, you, you really have to take a look at the bigger picture. So again, Especially when the markets crumble, people want to run to an annuity. That could be the absolute worst thing for you to do because when the markets come back, you're losing all of that upside. So like I said, again, you've got to really go through a strategy and there are actually strategies that you can implement with an annuity portfolio, but you have to sit down with several people, 
Don't just go to an annuity salesperson. Go to a financial planner who's going to write a financial plan and an income plan. Understand what your lifestyle looks like first and then make recommendations. There's no way that I could say, oh, here comes somebody and they need an annuity. You don't know that until you do the full financial plan. So again, let's take a look at all of your income options, what your needs are, and, and then go from there. Right. I, I really like that because, you know, annuities are, are a great tool for some people sometimes. Yeah, and and the the you know the the cap rates right now. I mean, th there's a lot of rates that change with annuities, and right now the rates have gone up significantly once again. But you have to be aware of the pros and the cons. What are the limitations to that annuity? What are, what's the good? What's the bad? Does this fit a role into my overall financial plan long term? That's what you really have to understand. I mean, and, and there are a lot of cons to annuities. You have to be aware of them. Sure. 800-779-1942 if you'd like to learn some more, Jimmy. Um, all right. Uh, let's go to Cape Coral. We find George. And he says, I have to start taking my required minimum distributions this year year and I have three different IRAs should I take some money from each account or take it all from one I think that's a pretty that's a pretty common question isn't it yeah yeah and I mean a lot of people say can you take it all from one you know they didn't realize that you could could do that with a lot of different you know if you have multiple IRAs and I think this really plays into what are the strategies for each different IRA are you required to take income or you know do you actually need income from these you obviously are required to take income but are you actually needing the income from these because you could set up different accounts to actually perform different ways depending on if they need income or not because if you have you know one portfolio you know one IRA that you're not touching you could set that up for maximum growth never touch it and just touch the other IRA um, and then you could start to have multiple different investment strategies that can kind of play and combat each other and give you a you know a much more diversified approach to the you know taking on a market especially like one right now where that way you're not pulling income from you know something that could be down year to date now when you're pulling money out and having to sell stocks when they're actually lower as they are right now. Mm -hmm. All right, makes sense. And uh, eight hundred seven seven nine one nine four two. All right, let's see. If we got time for another one here. Let's go to Lauren in Estero. Uh, she says, "If I am no longer employed, can I roll over a four hundred three b plan into an IRA or do a Roth conversion?" You can roll it over into. You can roll it over into an IRA. Now with a Roth conversion, that's going to be all taxable income if you move the whole thing at once, especially. It's going to be a lot of taxable income coming towards you, and it's probably going to throw you in much higher tax brackets. So yes, you can roll it into an IRA, and you can do Roth conversions. Just know that the money that's going into that Roth is going to be taxable income to you. Okay, that makes sense too. 800-779-1942. Okay, let's see. we got time for another one. Let's go to Ronald on uh, on Marco Island. He says, I'm self-employed, trying to save for retirement. I'm 62. I plan to retire at my full retirement age, 67. I make $40,000 a year. I have 150000 in an IRA and contribute $6,500 a year. What else can I do to save for retirement without a 401k? So there's a lot of different things that you can do. I think a lot of people, when they think about saving for retirement, they always think so focused on IRA and 401k. And if they ever have any, you know, disposable income, they're not thinking about, you know, they just think about, okay, I'm maxing out that IRA or that 401k and that's it. Well, right. if you have a lot of disposable income, you really can invest in things like an individual account or a brokerage account. But in Ronald's case, I think with him making $40,000 a year, he still has earned income coming in. I think he should be switching to contributing to a Roth instead of a regular IRA. And that's just because it's going to give him that tax-free advantage in retirement where he's going to be able to combat inflation a little bit better. He's not worried about having to pay taxes on that money that you know he's withdrawing from the Roth once he's in retirement. Um, and he has the earned income to be able to do it. So if he plans to retire at 67, he has five years you know, of, of time to be able to put, and he can actually put up $7,000 into that Roth instead of the 6,500 um, because he is over 50. So that's the one suggestion that I would give him. That way he'll have the 150 in the IRA and then the money that he's you know, been contributing to the Roth as well, which is going to be all tax-free. Well, and again, the, the math works out there because you've got to hold a Roth for five years before you can access it. And that pretty much is going to time out to his retirement. 
Exactly. Yeah, it's going to work out pretty well for him if he does that. And even if, you know, let's say even if he had something where he said, oh, I, you know, I need to retire at 65 now. Well, then you have the IRA to still pull income from at that point. Sure. All right. Well, again, so this is, a, you know, this is just such a process. We appreciate everybody writing in today. And uh, so let's go ahead and invite folks to call us one more time and uh, take those last few spots on the calendar. Hey, everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. If you feel like you're out there in a financial no man's land, you're not really happy where you are, but you're just not unhappy enough to do anything about it. Give us a call today. We're going to take everybody who's looking for a second opinion. Let's get that financial plan that is missing written for you. It's going to be a complete written financial plan along with an income plan. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away. Absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you, the fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation. If you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown comprehensive financial plan review, it's over a thousand dollar value. We'll be giving it away complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. Sounds fantastic. 800-779-1942. Great opportunity to sit down, finally get a financial roadmap put together. Eric and his team are there for you, taking things that are complicated, making them a lot easier to understand. A practical financial review? Yes, absolutely. 800-779-1942. You will get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras that Eric just talked about. But more importantly, you'll walk out with that roadmap that we talk about. It's a guide that can help get you the way the to where you want to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Well, Eric, Joseph, both of you, I truly enjoy these shows, and, and it's one of my favorite hours of the week. Steve, thank you so much. And everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. All the positive feedback. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.